Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Let's Boogie 101 show right here on Fresh Nation Radio. We are here once again. The team is in the building, and we have a very, very special guest tonight. This is the Let's Boogie 101 show. Like I said before, get ready, y'all. Strap up, put your seatbelts on because you're in for a treat and you're in for a ride. I got my co-host with me, Dalia Burnett. How you doing? What's going on? I'm good. How are you? Everything is good. Can't complain. Cannot complain. How's things with you? Things are crazy. It's been crazy the last few weeks. Lots of stuff going on. I'll tell you all about it next week. But <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm excited to interview. You so, so it's good stuff. It's good stuff going on. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's still okay. off sugar. No sugar. No sugar. No sugar. Still off sugar since August. That's 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 a commitment. And you, and you yeah. stick it to it. That's great. I'm sticking to it. How are you feeling? Because I know at one time you said you was feeling your, your nose was running initially and then yes. all kind of crazy stuff was going on. All of that is done. I mean, I still have the nose running because I suffer from allergies, but okay. a lot of the symptoms of sugar withdrawal are gone. Okay. They're complete. My joints don't even hurt anymore. So, Very yes. Good. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Comedian Tattletales. <laughs> my name is Dalia. I'm out a there? sugar addict. What up, Tatiana? <laughs> What's going on, girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited too. You know, um, you got that event next month, and Tattletail went shopping. I bought me this. Oh man, bought me this fly player suit, man. Y'all better watch out. Y'all better step back, step to the left, step to the right. Cause Tattletail stepping straight forward. Boom, shagalaga. Y'all better watch out. This suit fly, man. Suit fly. Really? Ooh, really? We, oh, oh yeah, playing. man. You're not playing. Wow. I ain't playing, man. I will be up there uh, uh, with them young cats. They're going to be singing. And, and, and I can't sing. Oh, I tell the joke, though. Yo, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to I'm gonna out-joke the heck out of them. <laughs> that ain't crazy. You don't see me, but I'm going to out-joke the heck out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a good event. You talk, you talk about oh, the, yeah. the tribute to the Kings of Soul over yes, there. Sir, uh, yes, doing, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's gonna be nice. I got my suit ready. What colors? I got suit? the you suit. Oh uh, man, I got this. I got this red and gold. Uh, the jacket like red and gold up in there, and uh, the vest and the pants are black. And I got the uh, the bow tie matching the jacket. You'll see. I ain't playing. <laughs> I ain't playing. That's a I suit ready playing. for love. Yeah, that's oh no, it's Valentine's, right Day. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. it's, it's, it's sharp. It's sharp. It's sharp. Well, you always thank shout, you, brother. Shout. You always shout when you host the events. You, you always. Oh, come, thank come you, right. man. Thank you, thank we you, did, man. Yeah. We blue. We, listen, he, we did blue badge. He came out with his blue suit on. <laughs> what? Did they not Listen, we we had blue magic and Harold Melvin's blue notes. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, they ain't gonna out blue <laughs> me. I got <laughs> some for. <laughs> wow, wow, that that See, is incredible. I gave, hey, I gave everybody the blues. They thought I was BB King. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt about it. Hey, listen, before, before we move any further, I want to give a shout-out, a birthday shout-out to my partner 25 years, Raymond Caviano. Ray Caviano is the person that brought Luther Vandross to the recording world. He's the one that had changed the group change. That was his group. And he went on to he went on to promote Prince, Shaka Khan, Ashton and Simpson, Diana Ross, the Jacksons, Gino Socio. I mean, you name it, he did it. And he was a 70s guy. He won uh, He won the Billboard Promotion Man of the Year four years in a row. And then he got his own label with Warner Brothers. And they called it RFC Warner. And that's when change just blew up. 
they just blew up. And then they he took them and he went to Atlantic Records and then he moved on from there. He even did he even did EPMD, the rap group. So this guy's been all over the dial. Today's his birthday. I want to give him a big shout out, man. That's my man. That's my man. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. 70, Happy birthday, Ray. Ray is 74 birthday. today. 74. 74 years old, man. Wow. Doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But without further ado, y'all, without further ado, look, look, I'm, I'm wait, excited. Before we introduce Alvin, ahead, we have to pay respects to the King family. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Absolutely. And he was, what, 50? Well, how old was he? 52? Like 66? Yeah. 52. 52, maybe. Yeah. Young I man. Shocked. I was Tattletail. Prostate yeah. cancer, brother. Prostate cancer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but see, that's what I tell. I, tell, I keep saying it again before we bring Alan. I gotta say this: Black men, you have to go to get the medical appointments. All right, you have to get the medical appointments. Yeah. If they if you get there in time before you get up to stage four, you're gonna be fine. But you cannot wait. Right. You cannot wait. He's you you have to. Yeah, you have to have those medical points. You have to have your checkups. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, you know, let him rest in peace, man. And you know, job well done. And he's he's in another place now. You know, he's in another yeah. place. If anybody else that you know has lost someone, we we send our prayers out to them as well. And anyone else yeah. celebrating a birthday, we send our our birthday wishes to them as well. You know, um, life is serious, not a dress rehearsal, y'all. That's why we have That's to do right. the best we can while we're here. Yeah. Enjoy it. Treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, be be righteous, you know, to thy own self. Be true, man. You can't fake this thing because, you know, it doesn't mm -hmm. work. It doesn't work. But on another note, we got a, we got a brighter note. We got a young man here that I'm going to bring to the show. <laughs> Friend of mine has been. I met this guy maybe about 12 years ago or so, something like that. I met him through my older brother, who's a musician. And he is... A fabulous individual, man. He has a great family, and he has a great story. And we're going to hear all about it. I'm going to bring right now, not now, but right now, Mr. <laughs> Alvin Clayton. Mr. Alvin Clayton to the stage, baby. Let's go. Yes, hey, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Hey, How you doing, How you doing? Everybody's looking good. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh, man. Thank you for coming on, my brother. And, and, and there's so much to talk about. Your story is... Uh, an amazing story, whether you, you know, when it's you, you don't think it's so amazing, but when someone else is looking from the outside and they, they watch the various things that go on and since I've known you, you've been a stand up individual, man. You always treated me and my family great. And, and, and brother, we are with you 100, man. I love what you do and how you move. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you're an inspiration, not only to myself to I'm quite sure a lot of other people. So with that being said, man, we're going to bring you on, brother. And I want to start with this very simply. Where does Alvin Clayton come from, man? <laughs> where, where, where do you come from, brother? Because we need to know. Well, you can start you know, wherever you want to. You know, first of all, thank you so much for the invite to be on the show. Thank you to your, your co-hosts as well for having me here this afternoon. Um, you know, um, it, it's it's... It's, a, it's living the American dream, man. You know, I, I was born in Trinidad and, um, you know. Came. I said Guyana. <laughs> oh, you said Guyana? It's not, you know what I Because I, I saw people, doubles on your men, on your men, on your menu. No, well, so, you know, okay. doubles is, doubles is really Trini, okay? Uh-oh, uh-oh, here we go. Uh -oh. Here we go. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh -oh. no, I'm not no, 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 no. I'm not going to It's all good, it's all good. What I normally say to people, though, you know, when, you know, People love to say Caribbean, or you're from this country, you're from this island, and from that island. Mm -hmm. I always say, listen, we all were on that same ship, 
Yeah. They That's right. Different spots. That's right. Came off, somebody was crying. That's my cousin. That's my mama. That's my aunt. So you know, we're mm -hmm. all related. We're all. That's related. right. So let, That's let right. There, one one love the whole time, right? That's so, right. Mm -hmm. yeah, but 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 I was born in Trinidad. I came to um the United States at fourteen. Oh. I grew up in the Washington uh, D.C. area. Um, oh, you know, okay. having um having you know being born with a soccer ball, you know, playing in the islands. When you come up here, you kind of have an advantage of like, you know, being ahead of most of the people because you've played that sports all your life. Right. So I excelled in soccer. So at in high school, I was, uh, you know, an all met soccer player. I got a scholarship to go to Mount St. Mary's University, mm. went to Mount St. Mary's University, got drafted by San Diego. Wow. But I tell mm. people, Born 10 years too early because when I got drafted by San Diego, it was the year that they ended the um, the NASL, which was the Outdoor Soccer League, because there wasn't mm -hmm. enough fan support. Uh, so mm. The whole soccer league going on and everybody's doing well. But back then, that was the thing. So anyways, <clears throat> when that panned out, a friend of mine that I went to college with always thought that I could probably model. But I never was really interested. I you know, I have a degree in secondary English education and psychology from my mm. university. No. And I actually wanted to be a guidance counselor in a high school, but I wasn't ready to teach after the whole soccer thing. So I came to New York. I met the Wilhelmina Modeling Agency. They told me how difficult it was for black models, but they were going to give me a try. Um, and the rest is history. I mean, I had a 25-year modeling career. I... Um, I was with Wilhelmina for 10 years, and then after that, I was able to renegotiate a contract. I, I got signed by the Ford Modeling Agency with a better contract, so I was in mm. Then, you know, during somewhere along the line, I got into the restaurant industry, and I we can go on that uh, further. Right. And um, I kind of retired from modeling. Then I'm an artist in a way, in a form, and um, IMG, I had a, a show that Iona College did for me, uh, called Unapologetically Me. After George Floyd died, I started mm -hmm. putting out some political art pieces that on social media and the curator from Iona reached out to me and said, listen, these paintings are powerful and this is how a lot of people are feeling. So can we do a show for you? So they did this show called Unapologetically Me. I showed 23 pieces of my political pieces and IMG Modeling Agency saw it they reached out to me and then they re-signed me uh, like three years ago. So yes. wow. 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 That's yeah. wonderful, brother. That's wonderful. That Thank you. Fantastic. All the meantime, you know, running my restaurant in New Rochelle, Alvin and Friends, which has been around now for 14 years. So 14. That's wow. in a nutshell. Wow. So wow. <laughs> yes, I kept saying, why haven't I heard that when I used to live in the Bronx? But that was that was a while ago. So yeah. <laughs> So, so Alvin, let me ask you now, with, with, with the modeling, right, when you, you said you wasn't really interested and a friend of yours suggested it, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what was it like? What was it like? And give us the time frame, the year, you know, because I know we talked before and you told me you was right before Tyson Beckford and, right, and a few right. others. So, mm -hmm. give, us, give us a little time, a little time so, frame. So, I on. came to New York in, in 84. And uh, that's when I, I went to the Wilhelmina Modeling Agency. And, um, you know, you know, back then, the agencies were basically, there were Ford, there was Wilhelmina, there was Zoli, um, Elite, 
you know, those were the top modeling agencies and they mm -hmm. each had a handful of black guys, right? Um, it wasn't like any, if you wanted to be a model and you had a good look, they would, they would sign you. Uh, when you went to the larger white agencies, uh, they would say, you know, they looked at you and say, oh, we already have your type or whatever. So, <laughs> your type, like, yeah. you know, they, they had the categories of, of, of black men, right? Uh, the right. light-skinned guy, the... The guy that looked this way, the guy that looked that way. So you were kind of like like looked at mm -hmm. and then put in that category. And they, they had just one, right? So, ah. uh, <laughs> so anyways, um, they uh, they looked at me and, you know, they weren't 100% sure. Um, and uh, But they said, you know, they were going to give me a try. And back then, every... Every model wanted to go to GQ because that's like the Vogue for Men magazine. Right, right. But right. I saw these models that you know had come before me and that were really amazing-looking guys, and they weren't working for GQ. And I was like, why would GQ want to book me when they're not booking these guys? So I was not, I was not interested in going to GQ at that point at all. And my agency thought I was actually crazy. Uh -huh. I, you know, I waited. I waited six months. I got my portfolio together. And when I felt that I could look at my portfolio and I was comfortable with it, that's when I said, okay, I came into lunch one day at the agency and I said, uh, my agent, her name was Martha at the time. I said, Martha, you know, I, I think I'm ready to see GQ. And right there at lunch, he actually made a call over to, to GQ. The model editor was in. So she said, hey, they, they'll see you right now. Wow. I, Back then, I used to go around the city on my bike. You know, I was like, you know, oh, you okay, okay, look, look more like a messenger. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I jumped on my bike. I went over uh, to to three fifty Madison, where GQ building was. Mm -hmm. Had a like a five minute interview with um, with the model editor. Very cordial, and I left. And then I came back to the agency, and my agent asked me, "So how did it go?" I said, "I think it went well." She goes, it must have went really well. They booked you for tomorrow. Wow. Wow. So wow. Day, wow. The day that I saw them, they it's booked nice. me. Wow. So, wow. so um, the, they tell me I'm working with this photographer, Arthur Elgort. So Arthur was like, at the time, was like one of the top photographers in the world. He was shooting a lot of Vogue covers mm. and, and, and all GQ covers and everything else. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so I had a dilemma. I mean, here I am, new in the business, and yeah, yeah. I'm working for GQ. And, you know, the book, the look that I'd always seen in GQ was like, you know, that look like somebody just killed your dog, right? That, <laughs> 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 that, that GQ look, right? Yeah. yeah. But my portfolio was more exactly the same. Tattletail worked. He must have been a model. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, when I was younger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my dilemma now was okay do i do the gq look or do i do me you know and and most of my my pictures in my portfolio were big smiles i was a young guy you know and i said you know what they saw my portfolio they booked me i'm gonna do me and mm -hmm. i was just my personality and the pictures that i took um had a great day it was supposed to be four pages for gq so i uh -huh. shot the four pages and I came back to the agency and they asked again, how did it go? I said, it went well. I said, I had a great day. You know, Arthur seemed like he liked me. We go, well, they booked you again tomorrow. So, <laughs> wow. wow. Back then, uh, there was a, 
I don't know if you guys remember the Benetton ads, mm-hmm. but there were mm-hmm. the United Color Benetton. There were like great, yeah. great campaigns right. around. And the photographer from that was a guy, uh, an Italian photographer, Olivera Toscani. And he, uh, so they, the, the new uh, booking that I got was with him and it was supposed to be for four pages also. And they were supposed to be in separate issues and something happened. And so when they came out, it had, I had eight full pages in GQ, which was the first wow. Wow. The nice. model of color eight? had that. And wow, that, really? That's how my career was made. So. And this is in the 80s? Wow. This is the early 80s? This, so, like, this is like, so now we're talking like about 84, 80, 80, 85, 86 was when I mm. first started. And then for after that, I had like a two year um, run with GQ where I was like the only black guy you'd see in there for like, you know, and then, you know, because of that, that's like, so GQ and, and the editorial magazines are like your advertisement for when you're a model. So mm. then they don't, that doesn't pay a lot of money. It's, it's publicizing yourself. But right. then you get the big money from doing the, the Nordstrom's and the Bloomingdale's and, and you know, that, that catalog money, which comes oh, in really? all the time. And then the more, when you're working in those magazines, your rate becomes higher because you're the guy in, you know, in, right, in right, right. as I should say. So, wow. so you know, after that, I, I worked for like 15 years. I did at least one job a week for like 15 years. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Wow. Impressive. Wow. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now you come, you come in, you come here and um, you had no experience. So how did you, how did you learn how to model? I mean, how did you do you that? You know, it's, I mean, I, I think party you got to be a little bit of a ham anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. So, I mean, I, I just felt, you know, c- comfortable in, in, in me, you know. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, you, you, you see, you know, you observe things, you see people doing things, you look at magazines, you kind of see people, how they pose and stuff. I mean, okay. when I was in high school, uh, Renault White uh, was the guy that I saw a lot with. There were Renault White, there's Charles Williamson, uh, Ben Lawson, um, Alan Cephas. Those were the guys that I saw in the magazines when I was in 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 uh, high school. Okay. So you know, you know, you look at GQ and you look at all these, and you see these guys pose. You know, you walk around, you go in a party, and somebody's yeah. taking a picture. You get into your GQ mode. You know. It's always been. It's always been your intention to be a model or no, I never. I actually had no intentions of it at all. Um, Actually, I, you know, because I was playing soccer and stuff, I really wasn't that interested at all. Right. And, uh, you know, but then my friend was like very adamant and he actually took this first set of pictures of me Mm. and presented it to Wilhelmina and said that they, they would give me a look, you know, so. Yeah. All right. So you're, you're, you're in 19, 84, 85, 86, what happens next with you? Well, I mean, after that, I mean, you know, well, I'm working now as a model and that's my, and I'd actually said to myself, if at the end of two years, if I didn't make a really good um, living just on modeling, I wasn't going to be a model. Because, I I mean, I, you know, I had my education behind me. Um, Being a model was not, I didn't want to be a model to just tell people I'm a model. Right, right. If I can't make a good living, because one of the things that, um, I always had an understanding was, you know, a modeling career is, is relatively short. I mean, fortunately, mm-hmm. I had a career, 
but if you're not going if you're going to be hand to mouth with modeling right when you're young it's okay for you know the first couple of years or whatever mm -hmm. but after that if you're going to be hand to mouth and you're off the workforce at the end let's say you stay modeling for five years or seven years and you have to start from ground zero and you have nothing to show mm. for doing that mm -hmm. you know you're behind the eight ball you know right, you right. can't go into now an entry level after your what your your, your, your mid late 20s um you know that's that's not a good look so right. i was fortunate enough to make a really good um living on modeling and i i saved my money so um like during my modeling career, I was about 15 years in, uh, one of my friends, uh, God rest her soul, she just passed away recently, uh, Gail O'Neill, but she was a, a really successful model, a lot of covers and stuff like that. But she, I worked, I did a lot of bookings with her mm -hmm. and she asked me, you know, on a, we were on a Macy's job and she goes, she goes, what do you think you're going to do after modeling? I said, you know what? I know how to cook. I've been off the, the regular workforce for all these years. Mm -hmm. I said, maybe I'll do a restaurant. Wow. And her boyfriend was a restaurateur, uh, Brad wow. Johnson. Brad's father used to have um, owned a cellar in Manhattan, which mm -hmm. was uh, miles uh -huh. and all okay. that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Brad is a restaurateur. So Brad was actually in the process of opening a restaurant in L.A. And uh, so uh, Gail introduced me to Brad and, you know, we had a conversation. He took a liking to me. And he told me about the project and asked me if I wanted to invest with them. And I did. And it turned out it was a celebrity-based restaurant. So some of the investors wow. in the restaurant was Denzel Washington, Debbie Allen, Norm Nixon, um, Eddie Murphy had a piece of it. It was called Georgia. And it was on Melrose, uh, on uh, 7250 Melrose. Right, so right. That nice restaurant. So that was my first introduction into the restaurant industry. Mm. And Brad's father, Howard, he actually was... Uh, you know, in LA at the time. So I actually learned restaurant toying back at the house from Brad and his dad. So wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Nice. Nice. Wow. Wow, man. That That's awesome. come from so, you come in and, and tear it up. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 brother, you can't make no wrong moves, man. You can't make no wrong moves. You know, sometimes they say you step in it, right? I step For in real, it. For real, man. You you stepped in it deep too, brother. Face. <laughs> oh man, that's that's fantastic. Things, you know, one of the things that I noticed when we were out in LA, right? I mean, you see, you know, when when um, at that restaurant, everybody came in. I mean, every celebrity mm. came into that restaurant. Um, Denzel, of course, was there. Eddie, um, Halle Berry, you know, Julia Roberts. All the people came in, and those people, you know, who they are, but. I was like, I was not the the LA guy, right? I was the guy from New York. And my whole personality is, man, you know what? If you come into a space, you're spending your money like everybody else, I'm mm -hmm. gonna take care of you. So right. so my whole thing was taking care of all the Brad and those guys, they knew the celebrities, so they would uh cater to them. And I catered to almost to everybody else. I have like stack of cards. Mm -hmm from people that said hey listen you know you treated me so well when i came into the restaurant and they'd send me thank you cards so my wow. own, you know what when i have my own restaurant everybody that comes in i'm going to treat them like a celebrity you know and so yeah. that's what i do at alvin and friends and i go around and i um i greet all my guests 
and you know everybody i mean people have choices they chose to be in my space if i'm there i'm gonna go and say hello to them so that's that's my philosophy you know what now i can attest to that now now listen y'all um at the restaurant hours and friends i don't know how you do it but you remember everybody that comes in there. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna prove this to you i have a friend we were doing uh we had a, a meeting with alvin and i bought a guy that i grew up with and I never even knew that he even came at any time to your restaurant. And he had said he'd been there, he was there maybe like two years prior yeah. to us coming that night. And Alvin looked at him and said, Hey, how you doing? You were sitting in the corner, you was in the corner with your wife, and, and, and y'all had such and such. So he was blown, he said he couldn't believe it. How did you, you remember me and all these people? That, you know what? I don't I don't always remember the names, but you I'm, I'm you know, I'm genuinely when I go to your table and I'm with you for that moment, I'm actually with you, you know? Right. I mean, right. I, go, I go, sometimes I sit down with people, ask me a question and I'll, I'll sit down and talk with them for like, you know, five, 10 minutes. Right. So it's almost like coming to my home, you know? Mm -hmm. And I tell mm -hmm. people, I get it honest because my grandmother in the Caribbean, I don't remember anybody coming into, into her house where she didn't bring them a little something out to eat. Uh, right. you know, hey, have a little tea, you know, have some biscuits or whatever. So I get it honest. Mm -hmm. you know, and right. genuine. I mean, I genuinely like people and I'm interested. And that's that space. When I'm in your space, I'm present to you at that moment. So, right. so I remember that. That's 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 excellent, man. Because that's mm -hmm. a very good quality. Because people feel like you said, like they're at home. Right, right. They feel at home. You make them feel at right. home. And, and yeah. that's always been a, a real good quality. Now let's slide into your painting because in your restaurant, well, let's do this. Explain. Alvis and Friends, the concept, what you do there, what the setup, and, and how you came up with this whole concept of Alvis and Friends. So right. wait, before you start that, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Did you do the painting behind you? Yes, yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. About, it's a Pearl Primus, actually, who I believe, uh, Pearl Primus was a, a, a Trinidad dancer. She was actually one of the first Black women to dance on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And Maya Angelou came to New York to study dance with Pearl Primus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, but I, you know, I always, so Alvin and Friends, the people asked me why I named it that. And, and the reason that I do name, I did name it that was because the best meal I've ever had have been with friends. And it's, it's not so much of sometimes what you're eating, but it's just the camaraderie of being together and breaking mm -hmm. bread. You know, I mean, that's that's a memorable thing. When you're with people and you're, you're sharing a meal, it's, it's, it's deep. You know, you go into conversations, you go into, and you remember those moments. And right. so that's why I, I named it Alvin and Friends. And then, you know, the art, I mean, art has always been a part of me, but coming from Caribbean parents, I couldn't tell them that I wanted to be an artist, right? <laughs> you better go. You better go get a job. So, anyways, I kept I kept that inside of me. I mean, I always loved art. I would draw all the time and stuff like that. But I'm, I go to Paris. I'm doing the shows in Paris, and I go to to Musée d'Orsay, and. Um, and I fell in love with with, with Matisse's work. Mm, and at the nice. time, okay. when I was in Paris, I had a you know I had a, a, a French girlfriend that that painted when she was a child. And I buy all these. She said, you know, 
Alvin, I'd like to get back into my art. So, <laughs> so, so her birthday. I'm gonna talk like that tomorrow all day long. Exactly, you know, I want to do this. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, so her birthday was coming up, and I bought her, I bought her paints. I bought oil paints. I bought canvases and the whole thing, and she never touched it. Wow. And I. I started painting, copying Matisse's work, teaching myself how to paint. Mm -hmm. And so up to this day, I said that that was God's way of getting me that something? Yes. into, exactly. the, into exactly. the whole thing, right? Yes. So I started painting and I painted for like two years. I never showed any art to anyone. And my, I had a loft on 10th Street and 2nd Avenue. I was with Wilhelmina Modeling Agency still at the time. Mm -hmm. And my agent came to my loft on 10th Street and 2nd Avenue. The walls were like full with paintings because I'd been painting like I was obsessed. And she was like, she said, wow, these are really good. I have a friend that has a, a studio in, in Soho. I'd wow. like for her to see your work. Mm. So Lee Arthur comes over to my, my loft and she's like, wow, these are really good. I'd like to do a show for you. Wow. So she, wow. she gives me a show two months later. I do the show, I show, I, we showed 27 pieces. I sold 19 pieces in two weeks. Wow. Wow. There was a show, there was a show called um, CNN House of Style, Elsa Clinch, CNN House of Style. She was like, she would feature all the, the fashion shows and interview Saint Laurent and all these people. And so one of her, a segment of her show that she was doing, she started featuring models, successful models. So I was one of her, her subjects. And when she was doing um, my segment, the show was up at in Soho, the gallery. So as mm. part of the story, she featured my art. Wow. Nice. How the art became a business because people, CNN went all over the world. And so right. people started calling me saying, oh, where, where can we buy your art? And that's kind of how it became. Wow, isn't that something? So Stepped on into that, that too. Stepped into that too. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this guy Stepped here, man. Yeah, yeah, we cool. Don't get into comedy, all right? Don't get into comedy because I want to be in trouble. You heard? Don't, don't get into comedy. Listen, you stay, you stay right where you are, all right? <laughs> and and we're gonna be friends, Alvin and friends. Stay right where you are. <laughs> That's, that's and then I was talking to Tattletail, and he said, you know, you know. Wow, that's great. Wow. But you do, you, you do any acting? You, ever, you, you know you what? Ever... I, um, actually, when I lived in L.A., uh, Denzel's agent, um, Ed LaMotta, had actually asked me to come in and see him. And I actually did one. I did a movie with, um, with LL Cool J, Debbie Allen directed. It's called Out of Sync. Really? It was like, oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah took a lot of energy man i was like wow i did like six takes to do my scene right right I'm right physically exhausted and i, and I <laughs> after that i realized you know the work that goes into really being yeah. and yeah. i know i can do it yeah but i'm not willing i much prefer be a, a visual artist with my paintings and so that's why i haven't put my attention on that and right I, a good space doing my artwork man painting. there you go i understand it's a lot of work mm. being an actor yeah. a lot of work more than people yeah think. 
Yeah. A lot of people think you got a lot of takes all day. You're there yeah. from early in the morning to late at night. You get up again and go back and do the same yeah. thing again. Yeah. And I so did a lot of TV commercials. And I mean, I know I had a little bit of taste from that, but mm -hmm. like actually physically speaking lines and, and finding that emotion that you need mm -hmm. to take, it's, it's draining. It's, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Wow, you do you know you do a lot of things. I see, you know, because I got a lot of pictures of you here that I pull when I do my research. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you know, a lot of celebrities, you got you know, you know a lot of celebrities come to even Alvin's and Friends. There's a lot of people that come up there. And I want to ask right. you, um, you had a very special friend from Alvin's and Friends. Sort of like I think he's sort of like a mentor to you. And I want you to oh, look for this picture. That must be Roscoe Lee Brown. Yeah. There you go. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about Roscoe because I was telling guy, man. I was telling Tattletale that you have a you have a room called the Roscoe room. Yep. And I said I would oh, yeah, you explain yeah. that to him. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Roscoe. I met Roscoe when I was in LA at, at Georgia restaurant. He would come in and every Wednesday we'd have actually dinner together. And we just became really great friends. And when I moved back to New York, you know, Roscoe was, he did a lot of Broadway plays and stuff. So mm -hmm. he, was like, he was like royalty on Broadway. So right. when, I, when I moved back to New York, whenever Roscoe would come to New York, I was like the first call he would make. And then he would, uh, we would go to whatever the current Broadway play was. And then I would get to go behind uh, the scenes and meet all the actors and stuff on, on Broadway, Franklin, Jella, you know, right. Pistol, all these guys. Right, right, right. Wow. And, and, um, and after we had, we went to the Broadway show, we'd have dinner at Jezebel's or Joe Allen. We did that for mm -hmm. the Roscoe passed away. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, he, had had a, he had an incredible voice, incredible yeah, speaking oh yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! There's a there's a great story where we were we were at Jezebel's one day, and um, this this white lady came up to him and said, "Oh, Mr. Saint Jacques, I love your work." Saint <laughs> <laughs> Jacques. Yeah, so he was Raymond. Roscoe Raymond. Said, Raymond. Yeah, he, Roscoe said, "My dear, I love you." <laughs> <laughs> it's a very distinct ways. The very distinct ways for you to know that I'm not Raymond St. Jacques. <laughs> Raymond St. Jacques is very tall. I am not. Raymond St. Jacques is very handsome. I am not. Raymond St. Jacques is a record actor. I am not. <laughs> wow. 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 He, was, uh, he, was he was an accomplished Post. swordsman, too. Raymond St. Jacques with fencing. Yeah. He yeah. was a fencing expert. Yeah. Yeah, wow. no, but he was. Yeah, great. I miss, I miss that dude every day. Man. Oh man, and you did. Yeah, um, he used to hang with um, he's hang with Arthur French. That was another great actor. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's hang with Arthur. Yep. Right. Yeah. You yeah. did um, you did a portrait that's that hangs in your restaurant right now. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, so um, after 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 Roscoe passed away, um, Lawrence Fishburne and I we we were like in charge of his uh his estate. Mm -hmm. So like mm. all of his books and stuff, we uh we gave it to Lincoln University, which is where he went. And then, um, mm. you know, I actually did the memorial here in New York for of his his, his passing. And right. Lawrence did it in, um, in California. We did it on the same day. So I oh. did it for the New York mm. actors and Lawrence did it for the LA crew. And um, it was it was beautiful, man. It was like the church was, we did it at St. Charles Brahmana in, in Harlem. Church mm. was full. Um, Jeffrey Holder, the uncold enough man, <laughs> Jeffrey, 
Yeah, he's <laughs> from your country. Let me, let me just say this. Yeah, so, he's a he's a Trini boy. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, yeah. So yep. actually, when we were getting ready to do the memorial, um, Dr. Maya Angelou was going to speak at the memorial, mm-hmm. and it turned out that they had to adjust the date. So I get a call one night on this on my phone, and I hear this distinct voice, Alvin. And I, 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 said, I said, I recognize that voice. She said, this is Maya Angelou. Why are you changing Roscoe's date? <laughs> and I said, it's not me, it's Lawrence. <laughs> what? Wow. Queen, the, queen, the queen made a call, Jack. I know, yeah. But she, um, she, taped, uh, she taped a beautiful... Um, you know, eulogy, and I played nice. it at the at the thing, and then um, uh, uh, Jeffrey was supposed to speak as well, and then Jeffrey's brother Brosco had died the day before. Wow! So he had okay. to go down to Trinidad. So he he wrote um, something to me that I read, and he said, um, "We in the theater, we don't die; we go on tour. And right now, Roscoe's on tour, and I'd wow. like to, I'd like wow. to." give him a standing ovation and people stood up man and they they clapped for literally three minutes and i was bawling my eyes out man it was beautiful wow nice man nice 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 now at your restaurant man you know i see a lot of um pitching jb smooth a lot of people come out of westchester county you got jb smooth denzel Uh, talent, uh, this old heavy D. You got a lot of people, and they yeah, come by the restaurant. Yeah. Been in there a couple of times too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were talking the other day, Kenny Lattimore, a friend of yeah, yours. Kenny, you know? Yeah, Kenny. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Remember yeah. you should have a crush on him, Dahlia. You <laughs> <laughs> my husband in my head. Shantae <laughs> Moore stole him from you. Remember that? <laughs> no, that was no, that was yeah, that's true. That's right. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, Judge Page just stole him a second time. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, you know, uh, Ivan, you get to see a lot of uh interesting people in uh in your line of work and then moving up to the restaurants here. And then, uh, you know, I'm thinking, where's the book? Where's the book coming out? Because I mean, you have a book, you have something that needs to be told. You know, mm-hmm. what? It's, it's like you, you said something earlier in the, in the program where, you know, so, so my life, right. I, the way that I see it is like, I, I live it. And so to me, it's just what right. I do. And, and right. I don't take it for granted. I know I'm blessed. And, I the only I get to see it I think when other people kind of talk about yes me a little bit yes. more mm-hmm. I it's sometimes I I'm I'm present to it but it's not something that I think of and and I know there are like so many amazing people there out there and their stories need to be told and yeah. so I whenever people approach me I've had a couple of people approach me about doing it and I've been resistant because I don't see myself that way you know. And so, and, and I think that's part of my, my blessing, to be honest. Yeah, you know what, to be honest with you, I agree with you because yeah. like I was saying early when I introduced you, you're a regular guy, you're a regular guy. And, and, and what I mean by regular guy, I mean, you're not full of yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of people are full of themselves and I met a lot of celebrities as well. And they're nice people, but then again, they are those people and you're not yeah. one of those. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, mm-hmm. I, get, it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think you know the the 
foundation that my grandparents yeah. laid in me is like this is who I am, you know, and 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 I'm blessed to have some of the advantages and some of the opportunities that I've had, but I, I it comes from a higher place, and you know, yeah. I think when I think sometimes when you become when you think it's about you, you get you kind of lose it, you know. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm worried about losing it because I think you know I have a lot of things that 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 go on and 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 I do, but I just the energy of of being other is not important to me, you know. Right. So, right. It's they're they're much more important things. I, I I you know how I make somebody feel is much more important to me than how people look at me, kind of, yeah. you know. And so. Right. Right. It's hard That's to good. explain, but yeah. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I totally just see value in other things except that being on, yeah. on, on, on the platform. Right. Now, let's, you let's have talk an about energy. the energy. I'm sorry, Les. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You have an mean. energy about you that people are drawn to. It's very magnetic because of the way you think. Just from hearing you here. Well, I'm just you. trying, you know. I'm I'm trying to tell you to send me some DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. That's what I'm hearing. There. <laughs> I got you, girl. <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe maybe we'll all go up there one day. We need to stop. We're not that's maybe. Oh, well, we that's will. Lo- that's we most will. definitely. We'll stop by because it's yeah, great. Man. It's a great. Yeah. It's a great classy spot. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah what i like it's classy it's it's uh it's it's friendly you know and it, it, it's and the food is and the food is good so with yeah. that you can't lose and then there's there's uh there's a lot of he plays a lot of jazz a lot of jazz music yeah, we, have, we have great yeah. jazz music there yeah, yeah we, actually, christian mcbride has played at our place christian wow. mcbride. Les has brought some good people in too that's right. Yeah. that's right yeah. that's right now listen alvin this is now Dahlia. now Dahlia is I let it. I always do this to you, but explain who you are and what you do. Because you're just talking about jazz. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Explain to the people who you are now. Okay. Yeah, because this is important. So you, you know, I have two jobs because you know that's Caribbean. <laughs> but my company is I manage up and coming artists, jazz artists. Okay. And, and recently started opening up the 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 doors to other artists as well. So now I manage Nathan Mitchell, who's a pianist out of Tampa, Ryan Lavalette, who's a guitarist out of Auckland, New Zealand. Um, and I'm building up to this, as you see. Um, <laughs> Alice Williams, who she's not new, but she, she is, has the energy of a young person and in the business and just a wonderful person to work with. And then of course I don't manage, but I work with my brother who's Najee. Um, and yeah, and you know, met a lot of different artists and worked a lot of with like Melissa Morgan and just really love what I do. Um, because I used to be a singer, actually Tattletale used to manage me. Wow. Is that something? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And when she was young and innocent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still innocent. I just ain't young anymore. (laughs) Because y'all just stole Kenny Lattimore away from me. So, you know, I'm like, oh, that's impressive. That's the. Dude, you, you 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 got your stripes. You got your stripes. Yeah, she's doing big things, man. Big things. That's yeah, great. that's yeah. great. You, now you got and, you got to come to the restaurant. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll sit down. Listen, I'm sure once you menu. start talking, we'll get into some great stuff. Yeah. Oh Absolutely. yeah, I'm definitely coming. Yeah. I'm coming yeah. With my with my gut empty and ready to eat and and listen. Mm-hmm. To 
Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Now, now, Alvin, listen. You you know you have a you have a great family. Your wife Gwen. How yes. many children do you have? We have four. You have four. Wow. Four, I thought it was two only boys two. And two girls. Really? Perfect. Yeah. What, yeah. what are the ages on the on, on the children? So on the, on the, the oldest, believe, the oldest believer is thirty four. That's He's that's the guy. Yeah, that's uh, Timothy. He's in California. Oh, okay. Then, uh, they modeled as well. Well, when they were younger, they mm -hmm. all did it at some point, and then mm -hmm. you know they, they grow up and they go into different things. But uh, right. um, they 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 definitely have the look. Uh, people yeah. ask them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. um, so Timothy's the oldest. Then Matisse, after my favorite artist. Mm -hmm. um, she is, uh, she's my oldest girl she's uh she's uh 27 then oliver is 25 and bella who's a singer uh, uh she sings under the name isa blues uh she's um she's r&b nice vibe great sound writer as well and so she's uh 23 yeah so okay wow did now your wife was she a model as well you know what she went to to usc and um you know People try to get her, but she didn't have the confidence in it. So it turned oh, wow. out when we were when we got married and she started having kids, like photographers that I that I work with, they would um they would use her for something. So we've oh, did okay. we did a couple of jobs together. She mm. did like uh fit pregnancy and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and then during the pandemic, because they were still shooting. Um, when IMG signed me, it was during the pandemic, and they because of COVID, they didn't want to interact different models because you have to get tested and all that stuff. Right. So they were using a lot of couples during that time. So we actually did some jobs together during that time, Gwen and I. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. So yeah. what did you do with your restaurant during the pandemic? I would think that it's interesting how some restaurants were able to survive it, yeah, um, and some restaurants even restaurants who've been around for decades weren't. So what right. did you do? Yeah. You're able to come back the so way you did. There were a couple, there were a couple of things that, that worked out for us, right? Um, <clears throat> one of the lessons that I learned in the restaurant that we had in California was that you've got to have ownership because mm -hmm. uh, the reason that that place closed because we didn't know the building was for sale. It was, it was sold. And then the wow. new Lord thought he was going to be our partner because what he wanted for rent made no sense. Right. And so that's why we closed. So when I, the restaurant now um, that I'm in, I actually own the building. So oh, that was good move. That was a very good move. Yeah. We're very, mm -hmm. we're community oriented, you know, and a lot of uh, black folks wanted to, to have us be around after. So they, you know, they supported us. I had, um, I closed for like two weeks to make an adjustment because, you know, we're fine dining, sit down. And, you know, you couldn't do that during the whole COVID right. year. Right. So I came up with the poor boy sandwiches and stuff like that so we be can become relevant with delivering stuff. <clears throat> and we were doing a lot of stuff with the, um, with the, 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 the hospitals, police department and stuff like that. And um, so that's kind of how. And then one day I'm actually on in the restaurant I hear my one of my staff taking an order and then she called the name she's calling out the name on the credit card and the name sounded familiar to me I said that's my roommate from college I was really? like wow but he lives in he lives in Baltimore and it mm -hmm. so happened that he um he called to make a donation 
because he knew restaurants were having a hard time. Oh, wow. Right. Nice. Made, mm. a, made a donation and said, we can give it to whomever we want to. Nice. And I put it on Facebook that my college roommate, you know, from Mount St. Mary's University called and gave an order. And all these people started. Ah, wow. Nice. So I said, mm. it's a good thing I wasn't a jerk in college. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't steal his girlfriend, so that's why. He yeah. So, so those, you know, so those things, you know, those things uh, helped me out. And you know, I walk around the restaurant, right? And and Les could attest to this. It's probably the most diverse restaurant you'll see in Westchester. I, I, I told him that. I told yeah, him that before you came on. Yeah, I told Tim every that. minority and 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 ethnicity is in there having a good time, right? And mm -hmm. I walk on the space and I know it's bigger than me because like, even while I was building it, I never had more than I needed. I always just had enough. Mm -hmm. And, and I just feel that it, it was a gift from God. I'm, I'm the, the, the vehicle that he's using to do whatever he's doing in there. But you walk into that room and the space, there's just a positive energy. Mm -hmm. And so I don't take credit for it. You know, I, I'm, I'm the catalyst for it. But it's bigger than me. It really is, and 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 I and that's how I operate in there. It's like every day standing is a good day, and right. just keep it moving forward. You know, right, right. Mm -hmm. And you um you do a lot of private parties uh, in yeah. the Roscoe Room. You have that going on. A lot of people come up there. Yeah. I also see that you had. I was looking at the website a little earlier. You've got a Valentine's Day uh event going. Yeah, on. we have a we Tell have a. Yeah, we have a, it's not a buffet, but we have a, a, a prefix Valentine's Day menu that we're doing. But then you can also get um, some a la carte stuff. So mm -hmm. we're going to have live music on that day as well. Um, I haven't booked the act yet, but I'm talking to a couple people. Okay. And um, yeah, but it's always a great vibe. We do a great Mother's Day buffet. Yes. And I never overbook the restaurant because I don't want any moms or grandma waiting for a table. Oh, so we, once again, we always I, I book it where I can make enough without having anybody suffer because the the whole thing for me when I go out, it's a, having a dining experience. Right. And that mm -hmm. means being comfortable, having somebody take care of you. And, you know, you have choices. You chose to be with me. You're going to get the best experience you have. We, right. we have live music on that day. We have a great Easter brunch that we do as well. We actually, you were talking about the Roscoe Room where we do private parties. Mm -hmm. We did Judge Sonia Sotomayor's uh, ah. birthday party. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Right. So pleased she gave us, her, yeah. she gave us mm -hmm. her mother's 90th birthday as well. Oh, we had, okay. Ruby D has we did her birthday before she passed away. Wow. Cicely Tyson's been to the restaurant a few times right. as well. You know, before nice. she I passed. love it. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, for, for especially being in New Rochelle and being off the beaten path kind yeah. of without in Manhattan. Yeah. For those people to come out of their way to come to our space says a lot, I think, about who we yeah. are right. and the experience. Right. And and most of it, not most of it, all of it is word of mouth. I mean, I've never mm -hmm. spent money in advertising or anything since the restaurant's been open. Oh, that's wow. That's right. Wow. I see You're JB Smooth. You are JB Smooth was yeah, JB, JB, yeah, that's my dude. JB yeah. Our, uh, is vegan and we have great vegan options. So he comes in Yay. for our vegan options. Yeah. <laughs> there, you there you go right yeah. there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my man. <laughs> he's one of the nicest guys too, man. He's mm -hmm. right. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, nice celebrity guy. Roast, celebrity roast. Wow. I can't wait for Tattletail to take me there. <laughs> <laughs> Tattletail okay. loaded with money. He can do that. I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something. You know me. If you you step it out me, you better be fly. Don't be don't be half stepping now. Don't be in trying to embarrass me. I always fly. You know, you know I'm vain it. like that. You know I'm vain like that. Yeah, yeah. There go my boy Denzel. That's my man right there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. I would always ask you, but I want you to tell them. Tell us how's Denzel, man. What do you think? Denzel is one of the the most down to earth guys, man. He's very honest, human, smart as smart as ever. I mean. I've had like some con late night conversations with Denzel, man. He's just like so, so learned, you know. I mean, he he just gets he just gets stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But I guess you can't really travel the world and do the the roles and different things that he's done and the people he's been exposed to without really getting that kind of education. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, but he's 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 another guy I think that doesn't take his. Um, you know, his success for granted. Mm -hmm. He's very, very family oriented, um, you know, straight up guy. You know, I, I won't see him for, you know, sometimes a year or so, but then when he sees me, I'm like, hey, Alvin, you know what's going on? And, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. that kind of energy. Yeah, you know? I kind of figured that, yeah. Yes. yeah Have yeah, they ever perfect. asked your restaurant to um, do the catering for any of the filming and stuff that goes on here? You know, we've um, we've done a couple like small things. Not, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of have to get in that space, and and you also have to be um, very proactive, right? I'm I'm not, you know, I That's run my restaurant, good. but I'm not that pushy type. You know what I mean? Right. I, I kind of, mm -hmm. I mean, if I could probably do a lot more of that stuff, but I I don't because once again, I. I and people said also to me, like, hey, you know, you should open here, you should open there. But the success of Alvin and Friends is me mm -hmm. being there. Right. And it would just be another business, right? With mm -hmm. um, And hoping you can find somebody that's going to take care of your guests the way that I would like to take care of my guests. Mm -hmm. right. And so I'm, I'm just always comfortable with, with just enough, you know? And, I hate you think any of your children might want to come into the restaurant business? Well, well my youngest daughter, she helps out the others. They want nothing. They see how their father is. <laughs> <laughs> they running for the hills. They running for the hills. <laughs> wow, like, let, that guy, let that guy have it with his personality. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's good. I saw your daughter. Your daughter looks like she could be a model. She's a, a Oh, yeah. Uh, um, nice Bella. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, yeah. And she can I, say. She's got a she's got a good 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 voice. She's uh, yeah. uh BET bought one of her songs for Paula Patton's show uh, um mm -hmm. spectators. I think oh, it's the one where she's yeah, a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I used she, to want to be a supermodel, and then the doctor told me I wasn't getting any taller than five three. <laughs> by today's standards, you can be though, because now it's the, the industry is changing. Now I'm so too old. Hey. No, I'm too no, old. Hey, they got everybody. If you have some, if you have enough followers, you can uh -huh. you can get that. Is, isn't that something? Isn't that I'm something? Too old yeah. and I don't have patience. Oh, oh, oh tell, tell them, Dahlia. You know, Dahlia used to be a hula dancer back in Hawaii, and oh, she yeah. was young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember, Dahlia. Yes, yep. yes, she was. <laughs> how, how, how long did you live in Hawaii, Dahlia? How long did you live there in Hawaii? Um, fourteen years. 
Oh, wow. I went to you high went to school there. Yeah, I went to high school. Oh, and I started college. Oh, that's great. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I love Hawaii. I did a yeah. few. I did a few um, modeling jobs there for uh, for Nordstrom mm -hmm. back in the day. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yes, I still have friends. You know, all, all over the world. Come there. on. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I got blessed, man. I got to go all over the world. Modeling, that's beautiful. You know, that's somebody beautiful. else's dime, which is great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, but didn't you just do uh, the past over the summer? Didn't you go to Paris or something? Did you you did something? Yeah, right? uh, last November I was in Paris. Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 mm -hmm. right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture, and I want you to explain this because uh -oh. I think this is you know, it's not, not bad. Nothing I want like you that. to explain this. I hope you uh -oh. know. Uh, did I put it up here? I think I did. Hold on. Yeah, right here. Here it goes. I wanna I wanna show this picture because this is giving back. Oh, Talk about okay. That. Wow. Talk about that. Yeah, I think this is um so we got invited to you know to different places. I think this is Wyckoff. We had a bunch of kids and we were talking about you know what we do and um you know trying to encourage kids to to do you know that they can aspire to be anything, you know. Right. So it, you know it was really great because Gwen was like on top of this man because those kids were young kids and she really spoke to them from their their perspective you know it wasn't really yeah. about us it was them and the possibility of who they could be nice. which was really beautiful and mm -hmm. she wanted to know what they wanted to become and just kind of like showed them the possibility of that you know beautiful. and then us giving the examples of what we do and it was really it was really great to see the kids and they were they were energetic, they were engaged, and it was really it was really wonderful. But we love doing that kind of stuff all the time. Gwen nice. worked at the Boys and Girls Club for like six years too, and okay. she still does a lot of stuff. Okay, okay. Wow. And here's another here's another picture. This is about the restaurant. I like this picture. All right, yeah. So yeah, I like this picture. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's Diner's a, choice. There's a fried chicken. <laughs> mac and cheese, fried chicken. Is yeah, that collard greens? That's a, that's a that's a three cheese mac and cheese. Ooh. <laughs> that's nice. a cheese mac and cheese. No diets when we come to your restaurant. And, the, and then our collard greens, we do it three different greens. We do kale, mustard, and collards. And it's oh, yeah. smoked turkey. Mm, and okay. it's, it's 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 a good, it's a good, good, good vibe. Good vibe. We have a great shrimp and grits on there. Uh we have some vegan options, you know. It's really an inclusive place where you can actually and what I what I do with the menu is basically um, even though it has a Southern and Caribbean flair to it and the diversity of customers that are in the restaurant, I put stuff that's familiar with them, but how can I put a little bit of a twist on it that gives it a little Caribbean flair or Southern mm -hmm. flair? And one of the examples is like, we have a great Caesar salad, but instead of doing croutons on the Caesar, we use fried black eyed peas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so so that wow. gives you the crunchiness of what the bread would give you. You know, at the same time, it's 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 probably healthier for you, anyways. Get your Caesar salad. We have that considering I'm gluten free. I can't eat wheat. So. We, have, we have a lot of gluten free options there. We, we mm. also, um, I'll be there so next we, week. <laughs> <laughs> I have a rum punch recipe that I make. Less less doesn't drink, but the his friends have had it. 
Yes. It's one of the best rum punches you'll taste anyway. Yeah, and he no bottles worry. it. He bottles I'll, it I'll drink his share. I'll drink his share. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I come from a long line of alcoholics. So I ain't going to lie. <laughs> you get I, I'm Tattletail, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry about that rum punch, man. I can steal some rum punch. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, we decided we took the rum punch recipe and we made it into a sauce, like a barbecue sauce. Oh, so we wow. made a sauce, and I entered it rum at Wingfest that, that Westchester Magazine was doing, and we won the most flavorful wings. So wow. We took the rum punch, and we do, so we have the, the wings that we do uh, with a rum punch sauce, and we also have these meatballs that we do with a rum punch sauce that People go crazy over it. It's like wow! You know, they're the rolling food. out of that. They're rolling out of your restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to call me an Uber that day. And listen, you know what? Too, you know, you know what's good about this restaurant. In the summertime, you can tell you there's uh, they're like sliding doors, and you and can we have sit patio patio yeah. right in the front, and the mm -hmm. doors and the whole the whole front section opens up. Opens so the up. piano plays right here. But you can walk right in and out of these sliding glass doors. And wow. In the summer, you're getting a summer breeze. And, and wow. you can walk inside. You can sit outside. It's, it's, not, it's, it's a nice, very it's nice. nice vibe. It's very well designed, too. My friend, uh, Leslie Zamore, actually, who's from Mount Vernon, he designed Leslie, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Leslie designed <laughs> the place. It's like, it's it's a beautiful space. It's really nice. Wow. I can't tell us the address. Tell us the address. Uh, tell everybody the uh, address and the days you're open. Yeah, it's at 14 Memorial Highway in New Rochelle, which is right across from the New Rochelle Public Library. Yes. And there's mm -hmm. parking, there's public parking in the library lot and okay. the CVS lot, which is on the other side as well. And it's, uh, you know, so it's very well located, um, mm -hmm. right four minute walk from the train station, the New Rochelle train station. And if anybody's interested in, in the art, um, if you follow me on Alvin Clayton Artists, um, on my Instagram page, you'll see a lot of my work that I do there. Right. So, what okay. days is the restaurant open? When do you open? Yeah, so we open um, Wednesdays. So after COVID, because we had a, a limited staff, I didn't want to overburden them. Mm -hmm. So we do Wednesday through Sundays. We right. open for dinner at 5 o'clock. And um, on Sundays, we have a jazz brunch. We have live jazz every Friday and Saturday nights, okay. <clears throat> 7.30 to 11 o'clock. And then on Sundays, the brunch is from, yep. <laughs> and then the brunch <laughs> is seven. Are these for uh, sale? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually sell quite a bit. I, I'm the Mackie Twins Gallery in Mount Vernon represent me now. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Wow. I got a lot going on there, my friend. Me on here. Wait a minute. I don't see. <laughs> it, it, I'm, it's, I'm working on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's great, man. You know, oh, man. man. Yeah. Battletail. Yes, I'm sir. I'm one with you, too, man. Oh, yeah. Let, <laughs> hey, let me give you a pose. <laughs> there you go. Hey. <laughs> hey, Battletail, hey, I patented that one back in 95. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. There you go. There you go. Wow. This has oh, been a man. great. This has been a great, great sit down. I appreciate you coming out, brother. We are. Thank you for the invite, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was needed, and and you healed the call. You know, you came through, 
And uh, yeah, we got great things coming up, man. Everybody on this platform right now, positive people, and that's what I like to surround myself with. Mm-hmm. We we thank you at the Let's Boogie One on One Show. Tell a friend about our show, and we're going to play this through the social media on Instagram. It'll be on Fresh Nation Radio on Saturday morning at ten a.m. I'll send you the links, Alvin. You can post it on your your, your, your social media pages. But we're going to post the video, and we do the audio on Fresh Nation Radio. So, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to come to an end, but it's that time again where we must end. Sometimes good things, you know, they want to keep going on, but, you know, we'll save some for later. And I want to thank everybody for listening to us on the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio, W-J-O-N. And with that, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. All right. Good night. All right, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Good night.